Hey everyone and welcome to our rolling coverage of Ossert's 2014 conference. I'm Patrick Gray. You're about to hear an interview I did with Peter Goodman at Ossert's 2014 conference on the Gold Coast. All of these interviews uh, that we have published from the conference were made possible by our sponsors, Datacom, TSS, Arbor Networks and FireEye. Big thanks to them. And I've already podcasted Peter's presentation, but I thought a follow-up interview was warranted. Um, to cut a long story short, he does believe some crypto standards have been subverted by the NSA. Uh, but in general, a lot of these fears are sort of misplaced. Uh, he says it's a lot easier for attackers to bypass encryption than it is for them to break it. And Peter knows crypto. He's a professor at Auckland University in the computer science uh, area, and uh, he's written you know, his own crypto libraries and even had a hand in writing PGP. So I started off by asking Peter for his thoughts on the controversial dual elliptic curve number generator. Was it really backdoored by the NSA? Well, everything that's been published about it indicates, I mean, the design itself is inherently very friendly to tampering. It was known well before it became a standard um, that you can backdoor this generator. So if you can take the seed value that's used to generate the parameters, you've backdoored the generator. Someone has written a proof of concept of how to do this and put it online where they've generated their own seed values and they've backdoored it. So if you use their version of the generator using their parameters, um, then they can get access to your crypto keys. So. All the tools are there. Uh, we don't. The, the parameters came, that came from the NSA, which no one can explain. Um, why would it not be backdoored? And do you reckon that? Um, I mean, what about the RSA link, right? Because that's where it gets a little bit complicated. Because I find it hard to believe that the NSA is going to go to RSA and go, "We have secretly backdoored this technology, and now we're going to give you money to ship it, and we're going to tell you that we secretly backdoored it because you're really good at keeping secrets or something." Like, why would they actually bring RSA into the loop on that? I, that's the bit I don't buy. Well, RSA wouldn't have known. I mean, yeah, what that's... happened was they went to RSA and said, here is a government standard generator. It would help us a lot if you could make this the default in your library. It's a NIST standard. It's a federal standard. It's been approved. Um, put it in and we can buy it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, when it comes to other algos, like, you know, commonly used stuff, uh, all sorts of crypto code, uh, you see the problems as very much being the result of just shitty de development practices rather than, uh, you know some sort of conspiracy, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Never attribute to malice what is adequately explained by stupidity or designed by committee. Mm. Um, a lot of these things are the result of designed by committee. You know, you've got 10 different vendors pulling in 10 different directions. Um, and it doesn't take deliberate sabotage to make things that bad. So how concerned do we need to be? The answer you seem to be uh, coming up with is not, you know, not extremely. Well, the thing is that, you know, crypto is... Well, I mean, we've still got crap crypto, right? But we yeah. shouldn't be worried necessarily that that's as a result of government interference. It's more as a result of just general incompetence. Great, yeah, I've just told a bunch of people on standards committees that <laughs> they're incompetent. Um, that's not quite... The thing is, you've got, you know, lots and lots of smart people. If you look at the people who designed IPsec, it was individually lots and lots of really smart people. It's once you got them together into a committee that they made a mess. Are you, are you familiar with the group IQ effect? Not necessarily, or maybe under a different name. The, the idea being that you, uh, you know, you take two people, uh, put them oh, together, yeah, yeah. and they're the sum. They're, 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 they are greater than the sum of their individual yeah, parts. Sure, yeah. uh, but as the team size grows, it actually starts to drop off, and that's yeah. kind of the problem with uh, design by committee, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And you know, they've got everyone with their own agenda, and it's it's not the result. The result is not the product of technical design saying this is best. It's all sorts of behind the scenes horse trading that I'll do this if you do that. And now I've actually had to do this myself to get something into a standard. Um, basically do some horse trading with someone saying I will stop blocking this if you do this for me um, 
And that's why, you know, you get people like Dan Bernstein, who's a very, very smart mathematician, who's gone out and designed his own stuff. So he's designed his own algorithms, his own protocols, his own everything. Um, and because he is very smart, these things are very secure. The counter-argument to this is that Dan Bernstein, I think, sometimes does things just to be contrarian. I mean, if he went to the country where, a country where everyone drove on the left, he'd want to drive on the right just because it's been different. Um, but he is really good at designing secure stuff. We've seen some interesting moves, though, like uh, TLS 1.3, they're going to ditch RSA key exchange. Oh, that's... Yeah, so this is this is sort of... Everybody gets to sort of throw in their favourite pet scheme and pet algorithm, and we don't like this, so we'll put in this and we'll muck around with this. It's, it's so you don't think it's them taking out Cruft? You just think it's people getting a little bit, you it's know... It's a different uh, amount of Cruft that's going to go into the final thing. It's basically rearranging the deck chairs. It's... Um, yeah, I mean, we've got all this stuff and it's not secure. Well, it's not TLS 1.2 that was attacked. It was everything around it. So you're going to replace one protocol, which, if used correctly, is secure, with a different protocol that may or may not be secure. But, you know, I mean, they're just pulling all this stuff out of a hat. So you don't see many uh, positive changes occurring at the moment? Specifically for TLS 1.3, no. It's just it's a different protocol. It breaks compatibility with everything that exists already. What, what about more generally? There's lots of furious activity without much actual progress. Furious activity with no direction? Pretty much, yeah. It's just, you know, we found out the NSA has been attacking stuff, so let's do something. Let's just do, do something, do anything, muck around, change this, switch that. Let's write more code. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, one thing that uh, a few people have sort of mentioned to me in private that is of great concern to them is advances in quantum computing. It seems that not a lot of effort seems to be going into coming up with quantum computing resistant algorithms and that could be a very big deal in say five to ten years now and the reason i guess these people are telling me that we need to start focusing on this now is because that's an awful lot of infrastructure that's going to need to be replaced at the time we're going to need reliable resistant standards being used across the board and that's going to take 10 or 15 years to to do even if we had the standards ready to go now which we don't uh do you share those concerns no, no, not at all. I mean, it's it's kind of fancy stuff, but we don't, you know, if you look at the state of the art in factoring, uh, one, one of the um, primary targets of factoring, of, of quantum computing, would be something like RSA, so we can factor RSA very, very quickly. Um, Ten years ago, the state of the art was that we could factor the number 15. Um, now, the state of the art is we can factor the number 15. So that's, you know, and on the other hand, a horse trained to tap its hooves three times can also do that. So, you know, we're using 2,000-bit keys, and the state of the art is we can factor a key a couple of bits long. Um, there are much, much more things to worry about than quantum computing. Again, it's the crypto is bypassed, not penetrated. There are so many attacks on crypto that completely ignore the crypto and just do an end run around it that if you're worrying about quantum computing, you're worrying about the wrong thing. Yeah, well, I mean, I caught the part of your talk on IPsec, and it's like, well, why would you bother breaking IPsec when you can just own the router? Exactly. Um, and that's what, you know, we know the NSA has done from some of the slides that Snowden has published, that they've backdoored Cisco, they've backdoored Juniper, they've backdoored the Huawei routers. Um, why bother attacking the crypto if you own the router? Well, have they backdoored them, or have they just managed to actually find a way to own them? Because there is a difference in the terminology so that's kind I, of meaningful there, you know? Admittedly, yes. So, well... They found a way to own them, but they found a way to make the ownage persistent, so you can do a firmware upgrade or whatever, and it will survive a firmware upgrade. So effectively, they've owned them plus backdoored them for future updates. Yeah. Another thing that they've done is that they actually intercept shipments of routers. So again, yeah, it is a bit of a terminology thing, but you know, they intercept shipments of routers as they're leaving the US. They backdoor them. They arrive at the customer overseas pre-backdoored. So that's probably a backdoor without necessarily Cisco being aware of it. So it sort of makes you want to just be able to walk into the great big Cisco shop and pull one off the bookshelf, doesn't it? So that, you know, uh, so that there's no supply chain uh, shenanigans. 
Well, yeah, but if you know if they've backdoored, if you're buying buying the gear overseas and they've backdoored all of them, which one would hope they should be doing because that's their mission? Hey, use PF Sense and, and compile the thing yourself. Yeah, I don't think many people are going to do that. Probably not. No, it doesn't really scale to an enterprise environment. All right, Peter. Well, we've published your talk, so anyone who's interested can go and have a listen to the whole thing. Thanks a lot for uh, joining us. Okay, thank you. Thank you.